Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome back to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. You know, a lot's going on in the global automotive industry, so let's get to it. Sure looks like new car sales in North America will get off to a strong start next year. Ward's Auto reports that automakers in the United States, Canada, and Mexico will make over 4.2 million vehicles in the first three months of 2014. And that means they'll be making 68,345 cars and trucks every single workday. Interestingly, Chrysler is scheduled to increase production the most, up nearly 13%, but that comes only on the truck side. Chrysler is expecting sales of its aging passenger car lineup to start declining. The company really needs to redesign the 200, the Avenger, the 300, Charger, and Challenger, or else it's in danger of becoming too heavily dependent on trucks all over again. Meanwhile, Chrysler's parent company, Fiat, plans to invest a staggering $12 billion on new cars over the next three years. It will add more upscale models to the Maserati and Alfa Romeo lines, as well as upscale variants of the 500 and Panda. But it will also drop one of its most popular models, the Punto, for these more profitable models. Fiat believes it needs more high-margin models if it wants to continue building cars in Italy. Last week, GM decided to stop selling Chevys in Europe, but the pain from that decision will be mostly felt in South Korea, which builds around 90% of all the Chevys sold in Europe. Bloomberg reports that production at GM's plants in South Korea could be cut by as much as 20% by 2016 because of the pullout from Europe. According to data from the automotive research firm Polk, the number of new vehicles sold with all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive has increased 5% over the last five years. In fact, the new Jeep Cherokee alone has three different all-wheel drive systems. Stunningly, almost one out of three new vehicles now sold in the U.S. market can drive all four wheels. That's largely thanks to the growth in crossover vehicles, which usually offer all-wheel and four-wheel drive. Plus, today's systems are far more fuel efficient than previous ones, typically you only lose about one mile per gallon on the EPA fuel economy rating. As most of you know, last week I was out driving the new Chevrolet Corvette, the 2014 version of the Camaro, and I was driving the SS. I had a blast driving them, but I also learned that these cars are part of the strategy of how Chevrolet plans to boost its brand image. First off, these cars don't come cheap. Customers pay a pretty premium to buy them, and they don't buy them in big volume. But that's exactly the strategy behind producing these cars. Create sensational, low-volume products, bring in new customers who otherwise would never come into a Chevrolet dealership, and make a lot of money in the process. These cars are the halos that are designed to make the Chevrolet brand a lot more aspirational, and GM executive Mark Royce gets a lot of credit for getting these kinds of cars in the Chevy lineup. Say, speaking of execs, who do you think is the one automotive executive who stood out above all the others this year? We'll get into that right after this.
Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. In two weeks' time, we're going to announce the first recipient of the AutoLine Executive of the Year Award. I've put together a blue ribbon panel of automotive experts and asked them to help me choose the one automotive executive from any car company anywhere in the world who stood out above all the others. So for the past two months, we've been arguing and debating the strengths and weaknesses of a number of execs, and today I'm going to start sharing with you who made our short list. We start with Akio Toyota, the CEO of Toyota, who's overseen an impressive turnaround at the company. You'll remember that just a few years ago, Toyota was embarrassed by headlines accusing its cars of runaway acceleration. It was hit by a record number of recalls and a slew of quality problems. Akio even had to publicly apologize to the U.S. Congress. But it was, in fact, those very problems that convinced the board of directors to move his predecessors aside and give the job to Akio. With him at the helm, Toyota quickly got back on track. Its sales and profits are growing strong, and it will likely end the year as the world's largest automaker. We also like the fact that Akio is a true car guy, someone who would rather be out racing cars than grinding the day away at meetings at the office. However, some Japanese observers believe that maybe Akio is a little too interested in driving fast cars, and that the true credit for the turnaround at Toyota actually goes to the executives who are one layer below him. Even so, it's hard to argue with success. The turnaround at Toyota did not get going until shortly after Akio took over, and that's why he's on our short list for AutoLine Executive of the Year. And tomorrow I'll tell you about the next executive who is on our short list, but I also welcome your ideas who the AutoLine Executive of the Year should be. Shoot us an email or leave a comment on our website. But in the meantime, thank you for watching today's show.